right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and I'm here at NASCAR Chasm's house where we just finished watching the Coca-Cola 600 after we both attended the Indy 500 here in Indianapolis. NASCAR Chasm, how are you doing? Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm a little bit fatigued right now. This is always a very, very long day. Um, it's an enjoyable day, but it's an incredibly long day. How long have we been awake right now? What time is it? Uh, it is now eleven ten Eastern right now. Okay, I woke up at three thirty a.m. Okay, so yeah, a while. Yeah, I don't know. I, my my brain can't even do the math anymore. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I got to the track at about four thirty this mm-hmm. morning, and unlike last year, I didn't need a nap at your house. Yes. this year because the, there was no rain delay for the Coke six hundred, so yeah. that's cool. Great yeah. news, absolutely. So that's yes, a, a big plus. Still long day. Very much. Nothing against the Coke 600. That had nothing to do with why we were tired. (laughs) I'm sure if... No, yeah, it kind of did, actually. But we'll we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to the Coke 600. Um, We were... We did watch the race here with Bob Pockris. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, as soon as I pulled out my podcast equipment, it was gone. I mean, he he scrambled. (laughs) Yes. Does he... Does he have fear of podcasts? Is he is that, is that his thing? Like he just busts out the podcast equipment and some sort of phobia kicks in, or maybe? I mean, I just did a podcast with him last week, oh. and so maybe he was like, no, he he saw the microphone, and maybe it was a traumatic experience for him or something. Yeah, yeah. so he's just like bailed, or you just kept yelling at him the entire night. Does Charlotte have lights? Oh yeah, and. Well- you know, I think maybe he just got tired of your questions. You know, it's not often you have, you know, Bob Parker sitting right next to you watching a race. So, yeah. And, you know, you don't get, you know, I feel bad for people because if you just follow him on Twitter, you don't have the added convenience or opportunity to just have him sit sitting right next to you. So you can ask him all those annoying questions. I can, yeah. you know, I, I'm sitting here. I know the weather, but I just keep asking Bob before we get this race in. It's just, it's like instinct, man. You know, it just keeps happening. Honestly, he is like kind of like a real life Siri mm-hmm. when I'm in the media center. Yes. Sometimes I'll like try to sit next to him or, or get a spot next near, or, you know, across from his uh, desk at the media center. Mm-hmm. And like, I know I could Google it. Yes, you can. You know, but like, I'll be like, wait, so who won this race last year? <laughs> Right. And, like, you yeah. know, I'm just, I'm just, it's just easier for him to tell me yes. like, wait, what's the rule on this again? Yeah. He, and he can fire that off. He's, uh, right. I mean, you could, you know, there's, there's Google home, there's Alexa. You could have, uh, I mean, obviously this is something that you and I could invest in. We could start, we could invent, Hey Bob, big fan. Hey Bob, big fan. That, that would be the name of the device. It's called Hey Bob, mm-hmm. big fan. Mm-hmm. And you would activate it by not saying Alexa or Hey Google. It would be Hey Bob, big fan. What time is the race today? And in his <laughs> signature voice, he would he would tell you what time Green Flag is. You Actually, know? I think that a lot of time, just knowing how he does things in person, <laughs> in person. Mm-hmm. He often gives a heavy sigh and then he opens his laptop or he opens a book to scroll through and find yes. the answer. Yes. And then I feel bad. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You don't have to look it up really, really. And he looks it up anyway and tells mm-hmm. me the answer. Yeah. But so there, like after you said, hey, Bob, big fan, he said, you ask your question, mm-hmm. the, the, the response would be like, <sighs> yes. And then he'd tell you. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe, um, Maybe it doesn't start immediately like that, but like you know, like most robots, it learns as time yes, goes on. Yes, it machine gets, learning. It gets more and more frustrated, you know, and it can tell you like later on. I've already told you, <laughs> no, Indianapolis Motor Speedway does not have lights. You know, <laughs> what and happens it, when there's an army of Bob bots? Oh, oh man, can you imagine? <laughs> We're all going to be screwed. Oh, self-aware Bob bots taking over the world. Yes, oh, my lord, everyone will always know what the weather is. Everyone. 
everywhere. We'll always know what the weather is, what has lights. Yeah. Are we going to get this race? He would know all of it. And, you know, oh we would have God. to. I don't know, like, who would be the John Connor in that situation. Maybe, maybe Landon Castle, I think. Yeah, he'd be a good yeah. one, you know, to kind of sort of be the one who uh, fights against the Bob machines. He'd be our only hope. He really would be. He yeah. really would be. He has the uh, the wherewithal, the knowledge to kind of conquer that. Boy, I tell you what, conversations after we've been up since 3 a.m. are <laughs> tremendous. They, uh, you know, we, we've already, uh, you know, <laughs> gone from just regular fatigue to uh, potential sci-fi. We're talking about the singularity with Bob Pockers at the center of it. Tremendous. People are not going to believe that all we had was water and monster energy drinks. <laughs> yes. That I is know. true, though. Oh, no, it is absolutely. I, I swear to God. I, it is. I'm not even kidding. All I had was water and monster energy drinks. Yeah. By the way, I had my first ever monster energy drink at this for this podcast last year because I was mm-hmm. so tired. I had my second ever monster energy drink yes. tonight. Mm-hmm. So if maybe if if this is a good podcast, maybe I'll have one before every podcast. I think you should. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I enjoy them. The, the 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 ones in the white can, the sugar free kind. Those are those are my personal favorite. They give you that uh, that added kick. And um, yeah, why does it, it give you an added kick? Well, because it's an energy drink. No, but you said there's there's no sugar in them. Um, no, it's it's caffeine and 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 taurine and various other things. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying they give you an added kick over the regular monster because I feel like the regular monster, I need the sugar when I oh, when I okay. when I consume something like okay so during the Indy five hundred today like I yes. mentioned getting there early, mm-hmm. uh, I went down and what I would do is I would like tear open sugar packets yes. and pour it into a coffee cup and then put a little bit of coffee and then pretend I was drinking coffee but I was oh, really, really just drinking like sugar. Oh my god! Wait, really? You no, were drinking a cup really. of sugar. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but it, uh, slight exaggeration. Slight exaggeration. <laughs> okay. I thought this is what we were doing. Well, how slight? I mean, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if you do that, I man, mean, who that's are cool. you, my doctor? I don't. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I, you know to ask Bob about all your medical questions. Yeah, He'll answer I'm, all of them. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say, hey, Bob, big fan. Hey, Bob, and, big fan. How much is you know how much how much glucose is dangerous to intake? How much in sugar day? can I put in my coffee before it's a health risk? <laughs> We should call him right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's wake him up. We'll, we'll yeah. wait until we know he's going to bed. And actually, then... do, can you just hang on for a second? Sure, no problem. <laughs> hey, hey, Bob, how's it going? Good. Uh, you're on the podcast. I have a question for you. Okay. How much sugar is too much sugar to put in my coffee drink when I have coffee? How much sugar is too much sugar? Yeah. Like how many packets? Three. Okay. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Uh Bye. Good night. Okay, I may have exceeded the sugar okay (laughs) but but you know what he did just there i uh you could you could sense him opening up google and typing that in real quick and providing the answer because that's what bob does he didn't sigh though no we couldn't hear we couldn't hear the sigh if it was yeah exactly exactly so he's uh yeah yeah, so so technically this is uh he he is a guest on the podcast also this week okay okay i hope he doesn't get in trouble for that no you should uh yeah you should make that a regular uh regular installment every podcast just call bob and ask him Hey Bob, uh, just a question. Why do they call them apartments if they're all together? And <laughs> let, let you know, and, and let them find out the answer. Oh so, gosh! Yep. All right. Well, so while I was having all the caffeine today, and or sorry, the sugar yes. at the uh, at the Indy Five Hundred, mm-hmm. uh, we saw some cool stuff. First of all, Indy Five Hundred, most of the race, one hundred fifty laps, was like uh, Coke Six Hundred esque boring. I mm. would say, like I would 
those are my words. I'm not putting those words in your mouth. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that it was strung out single file. Uh, then the final 50 laps, mm-hmm. Alexander Rossi started making some big balls moves. Yes. Like giant balls, not sure how he could fit in the car type <laughs> balls. Moves. Yes. Uh, did you, I mean, did you see he had trouble getting out of it? Because they, they just enlarged. Yeah. Afterwards. That's what, it's like when you sprain your ankle. Yes. And then it's hard to take your shoe off afterwards. It yes. was kind of like that, I think. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yep. Clear the infield care center. Gigantic balls coming through. He had <laughs> yeah. a very, uh, I heard people say, you know, kind of like almost a Kyle Larson of IndyCar-esque kind of sort of moves around the outside, you know. And what a feat that would have been. He would have been 32nd to 1st had he been able to pull that off, which, you know, would have been amazing. And I, you know, I sometimes feel guys like that who, in like like Rossi, who his win came on a giant fuel mileage gamble and draft help from all his Andretti teammates that one year. You know, Canaan uh, won under yellow. You know, and I often wonder, like, if, if that's if you win like that, yes, technically you've won the Indy 500. Your face is on the board, Warner. But you know, do you ever does that kind of like stick in your craw just a little bit, knowing like you know there's some people in corners here and there who think, yeah, he just. He won on fuel mileage on a fluke, or you know, he won uh, under yellow, so he didn't cross the. Uh, you know, it's like I, I I often wonder if that would be a good question for somebody like you know Tony, whose only win came under caution. You know, like do you, do you does that feel legit to you? You know, it's like yes, yeah. it's in the record books, yes, it's official, but does it feel legitimate? You know. So. Yeah, I mean, Alexander Rossi might think that's a stupid question. Not oh, saying yes. that yours is stupid, just because I think that he thinks a lot of questions are stupid. Like, yeah. I asked this one of him the other day, and I said, how much stuff do you have from that win that you're talking about? Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, I have it all. Um, I have uh, the the milk jug, I have, you mm-hmm. know, the checkered flag, I have the wreath. My dad got it preserved for me and put it in a shadow box. Uh-huh. And I go, oh, wow, is, is the wreath, like, is it is it brown? He goes, I had it preserved. I'm like, but yeah, but is it, he's like, it's preserved. It's green, and the flowers are white. I was wow. like, "Oh, okay." I, I just didn't know what. I didn't know you could magic. I didn't know that. I yeah. didn't know that was a thing. Wow, so you could preserve wreaths and flowers like that, or sp- why do they spray on them? Yeah, I didn't either. I, I wasn't thought... an expert in the technology, but he was like, "Duh." Yeah. Wow. Like I said, it was preserved. So anyway, just judging off that, uh-huh. I feel like he might have. But you know, also he's just a he's just a, a low key kind of guy. Like I was, mm-hmm. I actually used the words "balls" in the question to him sure. after the race. I was like, you know, it took giant balls. Yeah, and he's like, no, not no. I was just going where they, you know, where they weren't, and you know, I wasn't going to lift. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I was trying to make whatever moves I could, and you know, people were like, well, was it uncomfortable? And he's like, mm-hmm. eh, it was comfortable enough. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. like I was just he. He was like downplaying the badassery of it, but yeah. I think it was still pretty badass. Oh, very much, yeah. Um, the parts I saw, you know, like going back to the Kyle Larson thing and the fact that Kyle Larson is also very low key. You know, I mean, if Kyle Larson does something badass, he, you know, he won't be like, oh my gosh, did you see what I pulled off? You know, no, it'd be like, oh, that was cool. I'm going to run a dirt race later, later guys. <laughs> you know, that'll be his thing. And, I yeah. mean, and like, I wanted to point out, like, going back to what I said earlier, like, I, I didn't mean at all, like, to delegitimize, um, like, the previous victories. I just wonder, like, if you, you know, win like that, are you even more driven than to, you know... Oh, no, no. Oh, that's yeah. right. I was going to tell you the answer to this. Yeah. Yes. So, no, I, I think he actually would agree, mm-hmm. um, despite me. I, I opened up by saying that he thinks that was a oh, that's question. Oh, that's right, yeah. No, he, so he, he basically said on Media Day... Like, yeah, you know, I won um, a couple years ago, but I didn't really appreciate like the magnitude of it necessarily or all everything that went into it. And, you know, 
race day morning, I felt that year I fell in love with it. It wasn't mm-hmm. just after I won, but sure. once I saw the pomp circumstance, but I wasn't really aware of it. So now if I won this time, yeah. it'd be so much more meaningful. And sure. I think he really wants to win. Like he was talking uh, um, on pit road saying, well, now I have to wait um, another year mm-hmm. to try and win this again. Obviously they have a race next week, but he's talking about, Indeed. you know, indie. So I think, I think it definitely means a lot more to him sure. now. Like, you know, it was kind of weird the, the way the first one happened, but mm-hmm. I mean, this that's not to take anything away from Will Power, though. I oh, mean, no. Will Power drove a great race and mm-hmm. did everything he had to do. Mm-hmm. He just had the track position and yes. um, was flawless in, in executing. Mm-hmm. Um, Rossi had to be more spectacular about it. But Will Power was screamingly excellent. Oh, obviously. I mean, we've... Uh Screamingly is the appropriate word. We've uh, we, we have several times this evening enjoyed Will Powers post race uh, uh, wailing on the radio, which he apparently doesn't remember. He kind of I, I liken him uh, attention span wise. He's almost like a like an Australian Clint Boyer, where he doesn't remember <laughs> what he said a minute ago. It, he's wonderful in that regard. But yeah, I, I could tell like in those closing laps, it was um, was it Stefan Wilson and was it Jack Harvey. I believe we're running. Oriel Servia was up there. Uh, yeah. And then, and, but it was, you know, like Stefan Wilson yeah. uh, was, was leading. And then Jack Harvey was second. Yeah. And, um, it was, and then they both had to pit right in front of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a, it was pretty clear. I think that, okay, they, they're not going to be able to make this last. They're really not, you know, and I, the media center was reacting like they were going to make it. It was really? like, Oh, oh I, like people thought Stefan, people were starting to write the Stefan Wilson, Lost his ride to Alonzo, mm-hmm. hashtag Fernand boys. Yeah. Oh, for, uh, yeah. For Nantaraj to the day of. Yeah, right. That's right. So. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, and then, and then he's going to come back and win and, you know, do it for his brother and all this yes. stuff. It was going to be this great, amazing story. Yes. Um, so people, and then, then when, as soon as he pulled off the track, the media center went, or something like that. I <laughs> yeah. think, I think they, the IndyCar reporters want a little bit of drama they they react a little bit more i will say than the nascar oh really you're not really supposed to react i mean Mm -hmm. as a reporter you're just supposed to kind of like watch yeah now in nascar when there's a big crash or something the media center will be like oh (laughs) but you know just like look at that kind of thing like oh my gosh but um this was more of like a disappointment Mm -hmm. (laughs) like a gasp yeah, kind of thing. Reaction. And I think we were we were all thinking that too. I mean, what a great story it would have been because I mean, Steph, Stefan's a just genuinely great dude. Like he just basically gave up his ride last year to Alonso. Yeah, and you know, yes, it would have been an absolutely great story. But we, like I say, just kind of tell based on the mileage and everything. Yeah, these guys are gonna. And sure enough, they pull off just together. You know, right at the same time, it's. Uh, yeah, the gamble did not pay off. And I guess when Will's that close behind you, you don't want to be the guy who runs out of gas immediately. And, you know, you got the uh, yeah. charging Will Power running into the back of you. You don't Apparently want that that's, either. Apparently that was the actual reason. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't get to talk to Wilson, but I was talking to Matt Weaver, who had done an interview with him on Pit Road. And Weaver was saying that... Um, yeah, like he he was saying, I I didn't want to ruin somebody else's race. I'm a I'm a part time guy. I'm trying mm-hmm. to you know make a good reputation for myself because he could have just stayed on track until he ran it out. Sure, like Blaney with his engine until he blew yeah. up tonight <laughs> in the Coke 600. Yes, um, but yeah, I mean he could have had somebody run into the back of him, and then Will Power would have you know lost the race or, mm-hmm. or whatever, or, um, had an injury or so. You know, it could yeah. have been bad. So if he'd suddenly slowed on the track, losing gas. So yeah, they, he he pulled off and mm-hmm. um. 
it was a respectful decision, yeah. obviously. And really Will, Will Power was, you know, his win was really popular. A bunch of drivers went to mm-hmm. went to the bricks and congratulated him and stuff. Yeah. And you know, he's yeah. yeah. I found that like in in talking to people, he's one of those drivers who's been around a long uh, for so long. He's won a lot of races. He's won a championship, and you can bring up to certain people who follow racing maybe casually. Uh, Will Power finally won the Indy Five Hundred, and they just think he already has several times. He's already won. So yeah, I was like, wait, he's never won. No, he's never won. And I think they just assume based on their uh, his past success and championships, you know. Oh well, then he must have won Indy several times, I guess. But uh, but no. And uh, if you watch his reaction after the race, where he was making, I, I'm not sure if you saw him when he first got out of the car. Uh, just the faces he made, where it's like I can't tell if you're celebrating or if you just got bitten by something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. But whatever it is, it's tremendous. It's genuine. It's real. And it's you don't get that out of willpower that often. So maybe the wreath is spiky. Maybe the wreath is was... spiky. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And um, should we call Bob to tell Will that he can preserve that wreath <laughs> or ask Bob, you know, hey, Bob, can you preserve wreaths? Or is, Bob's probably at bed right now. <laughs> yeah, we probably can't do that. Yeah. Let, let's just let's just see if he's <laughs> if he's still up. OK, hey, are you are you texting? Hey, Bob, you up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not condoning this. Hi, Bob. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm great. Uh, you're you're on the podcast. We just have one more question. I swear we'll leave you alone after this. Um, okay. Do you, Do you know if you can preserve wreaths, like like the Indy 500 winter wreaths? Can you preserve them? Oh, I don't know. I'm not a it's not my expertise, but okay, okay. I would think so. Okay. Right. I mean, I, my guess is yes. Okay. But okay. I have no freaking clue. All right. All right. Thanks, Bob. Have a good drive. Maybe it depends on how much milk gets on them. Oh, that's, oh, that's a good oh, point. It's a valid point. point. You Very don't want it to point. curdle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, bye. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be uh, stuck with uh, stinky wreath syndrome. You yeah. really don't. Like that curdling milk. Yeah. Yeah. So Alexander Rossi looking at me like, duh, mm-hmm. you preserve the wreath. Okay. Mr. Smarty, yes. what about the milk on the wreath? Is that preserved? Are there still yeah. milk preserved, like little mm-hmm. bubbles of it or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's up with that? I know. Does he have like, you know, cottage cheese forming yeah. on, on this wreath? You know, has he looked at it close enough? Maybe he hasn't. I don't know. You know, next time I see Alexander Rossi, yes, be like, hey, is there cottage cheese? <laughs> you got to lay down the law, man. You got to lay down the law. <laughs> hey, man, you got cottage cheese on that wreath? And he'll think it's some sort of weird, creepy euphemism, you know, like or something you looked up on the Urban Dictionary. But no, you're ask, actually asking him, "Do you have cottage cheese on that wreath?" Yes, but uh, but but anyway, I say we should uh, we should get back to Will, the uh, sure the the, well, the, the, the the fine gentleman who uh, who won. But yeah, like listen, you said, we're, we're already we're already we're already twenty minutes in this podcast. We have oh, to geez. talk about a, a second race. So I will say this: I also taped another podcast i'm not cheat, trying to cheat on you with podcasts oh it's okay man it's all right but i taped a podcast with nate ryan uh-huh. it's on the nascar on nbc podcast on their itunes mm. page as well so we had a probably i don't know it was probably 30 minutes or something talking all about the indy 500 more seriously not as many laughs okay but it was it was like an analysis it was yes. analysis you sure. know um so if you want to hear more of my thoughts about the Indy 500 for some reason. I don't know why anybody would, but well, if you wanted to, 
you could go to that podcast. But let's move into the Coke 600, sure. which we just watched fresh on our minds. Yes, we did. Um, well, okay. There's Kyle Busch won stage one. Mm-hmm. Kyle Busch won stage two, I think. Yeah. yeah. Kyle uh-huh. Busch won stage three. Yes. Yeah. Kyle Busch won stage four. Yeah, and if there was a fifth and sixth, Kyle Busch would have won it too. He just won five, I think. Oh, he did? He just kept going. He just keeps circling. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like, well, we have the TV on the background. It looks like he just won five. Oh, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Stage six might be starting It's coming now. up. It's yeah. coming up. Anyway, so Kyle Busch uh, set several records, I guess, because, mm-hmm. um, yes, the one everybody's talking about is that he became the first person to win at every track on mm-hmm. the circuit, or at least he's competed at, because the yeah. Roval is going to count differently. I oh, asked Bob about that. Oh. Yes, counts differently. Ask Bob. And um, so that's not the same as the Charlotte Oval. So that, once uh, September arrives okay. for that race... Kyle Busch won't have this record, but for now he has it, which is that he's won every track he's competed at on the cup circuit. Mm-hmm. But yes, the other one is that he became the first person to win four stages. Wow. Uh, and the, he got the most points ever mm-hmm. in a NASCAR race, I believe, if you mm-hmm. think about that. Well, wow. no, actually, I take that back because under the new system, yes. under the old system, you used to get like 165 for winning. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't, I don't know what the like proportions that. are. Yeah. yeah. Under the new format, I guess he got the most points ever. Sure. So. I guess that's not as cool as I thought when I first started when it first started coming out of my mouth. No, it's okay. Yeah. It's late, man. It happens late. to me a lot. Yeah, no, it's late. I, yeah, I'll be like, hey, let me tell you a great story. And then like halfway through the story, I'm like, ooh, I don't know where this is going. You know this what it's about, really Jeff? Funny. It's, it's about respect. And respect, because <laughs> respecting is it's about begetting respects. Okay. Okay, I understand. I understand your point. Yes. Um yeah, it's it's about respect. You tell better stories than I do. That's that's a You know, I'll tell you what, people were asking um what's what's NASCAR chasm like when he's tweeting stuff. It was pretty funny. I mean, I just, you know, something would happen in the race and then I'd it would get quiet for a minute. I'd hear like a little click clack of the mm. keyboard. And then next thing you know, a funny tweet would pop up right in my timeline. Oh, really? Launching some bombs over there. Sure, yeah, it was me. Okay. I, yeah. I, okay. I, well, I was, your wife was sitting there. Well, maybe she, she was typing them for she you. Was, maybe well, is she like your secret? No. What I do is I will actually um, sometimes write something and I'll show it to her and be like, "Is this all right? Do you get this?" She's a good sounding board, and a lot of times she'll be like, "No," and I'll be like, "Okay, that's fine." Um, it's, it's good to have a filter. <laughs> How often does that happen? Oh, quite often, quite often. You know, it's, it's good to have a sounding board. Some things sound really, really clever and amusing in your head that turn out to be just complete crap. And so it's good to, wow. I'm actually discouraged to know that all of your tweets have been filtered because I thought that mm-hmm. they were all getting through. Well, and, well uh, most of the, most of the time, if you know, we're watching a race together and it's, there's no way to explain the lack of quality then. Uh, no, <laughs> there really no. isn't. No, I have no excuse, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's only if we're like watching it together, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I, it's, I'm like, you know, is this way over the line and she's nice and I'm not. So, you know, she's a better person to kind of sort of bounce that off of. Okay. So, so. she makes sure that you still have friends in the. Oh, no, 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 oh. no. We, I have no friends. Everybody oh. knows that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so we don't, we don't got to worry about that, dude. Okay. No, not at all. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know what to, what I'll say about Kyle Busch's uh, win, except, um, I mean, I, I'll start with a word, then you say a word. Okay. And then let's just go till we run out of words. Okay, so we're okay. like using Dominating. Like ad- Impressive. Uh, uh, I'm already running out of words. Outstanding. Laurel. <laughs> 
Yanny. Yeah, there we go. I think that was a good exercise. Okay. No, I mean, you know, it, it, to a degree, I mean, yeah, like I know people complain, yeah, that, you know, the same guy led the whole thing, but that is 600 miles. That is a lot of work. That is no, hard to do. No, it's impressive. It's yeah, impressive. You know? I just don't know what, yeah. you know, what else, do you, what else do you say about it? I mean, he's, he's, if Harvick had been at that race, in uh-huh. that race, and not wrecked out early, uh-huh. I think it would have been per- perhaps a different story because yeah. I think Harvick is. Um, even though he started at the back, he's been the class of the field, and he's actually been better than Kyle Busch this year. Mm-hmm. But in the races where Harvick hasn't done quite as well or something happens, uh, it's it's opened the door for people. Mm-hmm. Um, that Fontana race where Harvick was racing with Kyle Larson early, mm-hmm. Truex ended up winning that race. Yeah. Kyle Busch has won four times now this season. Mm-hmm. Harvick's won five. Yes. So together, those guys have won, like, what, nine of the 13 races or something crazy yep. like that? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just like, well, what else, what else can you say about it? Mm -hmm. Um, there was some interesting moments in the race. I mean, you know, I, I was glad that Blaney got out of that quickly. There, there was some wrecks. Um, Mm. Jimmy and Chad were feuding. Sniping. sniping Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's interesting. You know, and what's funny is they have the most, you know, I guess when it comes to arguments, you know, there's there's a kind that, you know, I live in Indiana, you know, I, I see a lot of uh, arguments like in, uh, you know, like aisles at Walmart, you know, mm-hmm. and oh, sure. there's are very, very high class arguments. You know, they use full sentences. They kind of use big words. And it's a very respectful, smart, business-like argument on the radio. You don't get that that often. So you're saying they that you couldn't picture them arguing in the Walmart? No, I really don't. I really don't. Really? You know, no, I mean, you know, I'm talking like, you know, those viral videos you see, yeah. you know, where people are like, you Pulling know, their hair and knocking yes, each other. Exactly. Into the, yep. Yeah. Beach Grove, Walmart. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, but them, I, I, I just find how even in their arguments, there is professionalism, you know, it, even in, even on the in-car audio, which to me has always been, yes, it's open to the public, but, you do what you want on in-car audio. You yell, you curse, you use profanity, you blast each other, you do what you want. That's your workspace. We have the privilege of being able to listen to that. You know, even there, they're like, uh, James, I am mildly upset with what you did on that last pit stop. You know, it's it, 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 it just kind of, you know, it, it, it's very indicative, I think, of what the 48 team is always like, you know. See, I, I don't know. I don't know if I view it that way. I more listen to that and I go, Wow, if my relationship is ever like this, I'm getting a divorce. Mm, like mm. I, I just think it's like a, uh, like a, a really bad uh, marriage or something where like mm-hmm. the one's talking down to the other one, the the other one's being like, you know, like man, you didn't you didn't fold my laundry right. Like I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying as hard as I can to keep this house picked up, you know, or something yeah. like that, or like uh-huh. you know, I, I'm just like man, I I just don't want to. Uh, and I it doesn't doesn't sound healthy to me, but they've made it this long, yeah, going like exactly. that. So I and, mean, and when they argue, and is uh, they do they 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 fight, they uh, get bitter on the radio and so on. And then uh, tonight they pulled off. Was it their best finish of the season? Uh, yeah, top five. Is that their best finish? Yeah, I, I, I'm not yeah. entirely sure, but I mean, this year I was, I mean, with the top five, I was considering tweeting that with like a picture of Jimmy's championship celebrations where he's like getting rained down with confetti and like really, really happy. So, uh, you know, I think, um, this would be a great time for us to talk about, uh, Jimmy Johnson turning a corner, even if he hasn't. Okay. Well, um, 
Yeah, I don't think he has. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that ends that, really. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yep. So, but but we can talk, speaking of audio, um, there was some weird dialing sounds on mm-hmm. Kyle Bush's radio at one point, and then a bunch of other teams were reporting it on Twitter. Yes. Um, and fans that were scanning people said they reported it. I got a, a text from um, one of the spotters who said that they had a weird dial tone on their radio and um, they heard people talking. They had never heard this before, and they had wondered if it was some sort of hacking device. Really? And they, they claimed that it cost them uh, some spots on the racetrack at the time. Really? Just two spots on the racetrack because um, it was it messed up the team communication. Um, so apparently, I think, I think there was somebody, I mean, given the amount of teams all at once, I mean, I, I wasn't at the track, so I can't. I wasn't scanning everybody, so I don't know, but yeah. I've never heard that. Uh-huh. Sometimes you'll hear somebody, you know, like security uh, from somewhere. And yeah. They're like, they're, they, they end up on somebody's channel. Yeah, like an audio bleed kind of thing. Yeah. But um, this was, this seemed to be like somebody going onto those channels. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised it didn't happen more often. First of all, it should be a crime because if you're, if somebody's driving 200 miles an hour and you're trying to mess with them, mm-hmm. and what if they crash or something? I mean, I yeah. think that should probably be illegal. It's not like you're you're at a baseball game taunting a batter. No. Saying, hey, batter, 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 batter. You know, yeah. I mean, like this is like you're driving, trying to concentrate into a corner and you're like, yeah, you suck Kyle Busch. <laughs> yeah. Know, whatever. I mean, yeah. Whatever and imagine, I mean, God forbid it's that moment when a wreck happens and the spotter's got to be on there to say, go low, go high, avoid this. And instead, like you said, there's the guy, you know, gets on, you suck, dude, you're lame, you're, oh, shoot, there's a wreck. You know, I mean, yeah. that could be, you don't want that to be the deciding factor. You yeah, know, and I would hope people don't do that. No, I really would. So if you if if whoever did this is listening, don't just don't do that. That's terrible. And it wouldn't be it obviously. And I was trying to think about it. it <laughs> you were saying that in a way that we were like, you're like, don't wink, wink. That yeah, would be terrible. Don't that's because that's kind of hilarious that I could use for material on NASCAR.com, but that would be awful. That yeah. would just be yes, terrible. It is. You know, I mean, God forbid. What I would really, really hate is for someone to hack into a in car audio and start playing the Pina Colada song over a team. So that would be terrible. Don't ever do that. Definitely. Don't ever do that. Never. But it now it wouldn't be a it it wouldn't be another team because teams can listen to other teams in car audio all they want correct it's their open frequencies right so no but who's to say that you couldn't be a representative of another team and hack a rival hack a rival team's frequency Mm -hmm. get on their channel and you could almost you could you know how like um uh, go going back to a baseball example Mm -hmm. there's like a pop fly and everybody goes i got it i got it i got Mm -hmm. it to try to distract the guy what if you like were another team and you hacked into somebody's radio you're like, all right, we're gonna pit here, pit, 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 pit. Mm-hmm. Like, try to imitate the oh, routine yeah. voice or something. Yep. Oh my gosh, that'd be terrible. Like, you could honestly screw up somebody's race so bad. Oh man, this yep. is terrible. Please this, don't do any don't of do these this. Ideas. Yeah, we, we really need to check and see if Bill Belichick was at the track. I mean, because this has him all over it. You know, this is a Belichickian type thing that was happening. But maybe he's experimenting with NASCAR radios to try to call plays on opposing teams yes uh radios because they use radios at at their yes they do games so yeah it just seems it it, i mean not like i said not to generalize but it just seems like absolutely something he would do so uh right not to accuse anybody specifically but it's absolutely bill belichick (laughs) yes it is yeah totally not to uh not to zero in on somebody but yeah that guy (laughs) you know and um you know and it was interesting because and you said in some cases it was voices and other the one they played on tv was just like this 
on the Kyle Bush's radio, some sort of weird dial tone R2-D2 sounding thing yeah. that uh, came across Kyle's like radio. A, somebody auto-dialing a fax machine or something. Yes, exactly. Like an old uh, you know, 56K dial-up modem kind of sound. So, um, yeah, well, uh, we should really get to the bottom of this, I think, mm-hmm. because um, you know, I've, I've watched plenty of X-Files, and um, I, I, I know when the government's spying on people. So oh, there you go. Yeah, that, I that think probably, so. That proves it. Yes, we should honestly ask Bob, but I feel like we've used our two phone of friends already, so I really yeah. don't think he's the yes. second phone of friend. It didn't seem like it went over as well as the first. No, phone it really friend, didn't. So. And, and what if it was Bob doing it? Oh, good yeah. call. Maybe that's what he was doing on his laptop the whole time. Maybe, maybe, maybe he, he was, was typing furiously. He really was. He really was. And um, yeah, you know, no, it's it's too late to call Bob. We'll just you know, uh, you know what happens? It's, it's going to get traced back to your Wi-Fi. Oh shoot! Yeah, really? Yeah, because he was on your Wi-Fi. Oh no! Using your network, and once they find out that he was the one hacking the radios, oh geez, you've just been framed. Well, thank God I charged Bob for using my Wi-Fi at least. Yeah, I thought that was kind of rude at first, but now it kind of makes sense. Yeah, at least to- you got something out of it. I'm sorry. I mean, that's a that's a that's a pretty fast modem. I figure that uh, forty dollars for three hours was perfectly reasonable. Yeah, and um, you know, I mean, despite his you know whatever belly aching, yeah, he had to. You know, you got to pony up. Sorry, man. Sorry, Bob. Yeah. But, Is there anything else to talk about with the NASCAR race? Um, Did we miss anything? I'm trying to think. Um, we're happy Blaney's okay. That was uh, pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. The whole uh, run it till it blows. And um, that was... Uh, that was one hell of an inferno. That was just a... And I think I, I, I think it, I would be like, you know, you know, if they, if they came over, if I was a driver and they came over the radio and they're like, hey, just run the engine till it blows up. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to come come in the pits. You get in the car. You run it till yes. it blows, okay? I'm yeah. not doing your little experiment. <laughs> that is like, true. Like, no, sorry. Yeah, that that is kind of true because, I mean, that's if you're a crew, that is pretty much the end game. You know, that's your strategy from then, that point out. It's, you know, we're not going to, uh, you know, worry about fuel strategy or tires or anything like that. We're, we're li- literally going to explode this car, and it's going to be fantastic. It what, might, what is the point, by the way? I like, think I think it's for creating a really good GIF. A good oh, animated GIF. I see. Yeah, because that. I mean, once you get a picture of a car exploding, right. you know, then suddenly, um, be like, wow, Blaney's on fire today. The next time he wins, yes, or something, exactly. You can use the little GIF of his car. Yeah, or you say my mixtape, like, and right. then show. Right. Yeah. So I think it's so that, he's he's providing hashtag content. Yes, he that. is hashtag content for um, you know, however you want to use it. You know. Yeah. And I think uh, okay, just a theory, just a theory. It well, that, that actually makes sense. So I, I now I take back what I said. He he took one for the team. He gave us a GIF. He really did that we can use. Yeah, that has, somebody put that on. Yeah, on that has staying fire, man. Yeah. yeah, totally. My my tweets like bam, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, so yeah. So thank you, Blaney, for uh, for like really taking one for the team, like you said, and um, you know putting one into uh, what will inde- obviously be the GIF Hall of Fame. That'll be tremendous. Okay. So yeah. Great. So I know, like I said, very expensive car. Uh, I know you were uh, really hot in there, and um, you're probably very disappointed for not completing 600 miles, but hell of a gift, man. Hey, I have a question for you. Sure. Um, not to give you any, any ideas, but uh, I, know, I know you do GIF interviews. I'm, I'm sticking with GIF. I know you're saying GIF. I That's don't fine. care. It's yeah. like a passive-aggressive war. <laughs> I'm saying GIF. Anyway, I know you do GIF interviews with sure. some of the, the drivers. Um, have, have you done a GIF tournament, like a NASCAR GIF tournament? You know, I really haven't, and that's actually a really good idea. Um, I would, t- unless you were planning on doing it. I don't. No, you can be- have it. Okay, I don't want to like totally snipe content like that. Um, but yeah, we could. That would be pretty. Just because you were saying that that the Blaney one's going to be 
I think it's going to be pretty popular in the Hall yeah. of Fame. So, so yeah. I mean, do you have any like memorable ones in your head that you can think of that you use yeah. over and over again? No, not that I use over and over again. But I think it might be one of yours, the Alex Bowman when he got mad at the New Hampshire. Oh yes, the fire uh, safety guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the guy, the guy, yeah, that's in the that's in the now that one Jim definitely Paul is. Right yeah, there. that's a good one because yeah. they they got to be metaphorical. They got to be like you know they can apply to situations you know and not. Not just be interpreted literally. I like that one. I like uh, the one from a few years ago when uh, Casey Kane wrecked Danica, and she kind of got out of the car and wandered over the track with her hands out, like "What the hell, bro?" Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good one too. I, I really enjoy that one. But that's a really good idea, Jeff. I really like that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, all I expect out of it is free internet next time I come over. Here. Oh, that's no problem, dude. Well, we'll do that. We'll feed you free use of the hot tub. You know, whatever you want to do. But don't tell Bob that I got all the free stuff. Oh, he's no, no, no. expect that. Yeah, well, I mean, well, he was using my uh, my Wi-Fi to conduct uh, horrible legal hacking experiments on NASCAR radio frequencies. Right. So I got to do Boy, the right thing. Boy, poor Bob. Yeah. You know, we, we, we prank called him. Well, not really prank called him twice, but we bothered him twice. Yes. And now we're we're really la- launching some serious accusations here. Yeah. Bob. Sorry, Bob. Yeah, sorry. I mean, maybe, maybe we need to weigh the possibility that that's not at all what was happening. Mm, that's that is possible yeah it is possible it's also not possible but um i think we got to give bob the benefit of the doubt and you know yeah just blame the russians well listen yes. uh mr nascar chasm uh-huh. uh we've had a we've had a fun time here mm-hmm. now we get need to get down to some serious business before we leave and that yes. is the was it a good race poll mm-hmm. coming out on monday mm-hmm. i'm going to put a poll up and ask people was the coke 600 a good race we are now going to guess what people will say about that. Um, I was wrong at the most recent one that I did. Okay. Uh, Nick Bromberg defeated me after the Kansas mm-hmm. race. I had I was had had a, a streak of four in a row going. It did not work out. Okay. Um, sorry, I just saw myself on TV and that was really weird. Oh, they you were did. Interviewing Rossi in the background after oh, nice. this thing. Oh. As I was mentioning, and, and for some reason, my face was staring at me, and I really? looked over, and it's so late at night that I had a weird... I was like, oh, wow. that's odd. Oh, that was awesome. No, that was weird. Oh. Anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. So, mm-hmm. yes. So, what for the Was It a Good Race poll, uh, I'll let you go first. What what percentage do you think, unless you want me to go first, what percentage of people do you think will say, yes, it was a good race? I'm going to give this one probably about a 62 I'm say 62. Are you just like trying to give me the win? Or no, just... I'm, I'm just I'm just uh, throwing a number out there. No, 62. You don't think so? No. Okay. This is this is no. I'm sorry. I'll I can let you guess again if you want. I'm no, gonna I'm say fine. it's about. Uh, oh, this is gonna be about 38 percent. Really? Okay, that's mm-hmm. a pretty wide berth right there. Yeah. Wow. I I have a lot of room to. Now I, it's gonna be in the 30s. I would actually say I'll tell you what. If it's not in the 30s, mm-hmm. I'll give you an automatic win. Really? Okay. This is the first time I've done this. I just feel so confident that it's going to be in the 30s. Okay. That if it's in the 20s even, mm-hmm. if it's in the 40s, anything else, you win automatically. I'll take all the 30s. Is that okay. Deal? Sure. Absolutely. I just, you know, that's how I uh, that's how I truly feel. I mean, I think, you know, what you're doing, what you're doing is kind of the, the price is right $1 thing. You know, it, it may maybe in a way, just like you know, you think I've I've overbid entirely. No, because you know? then I would then I would just do whatever you, you like sixty one percent or something, oh, and okay. just have all the lower. Oh, I was, that's I was trying to be nice. That's right. That's right. Sorry, it's late, and I, I I've never been able to do math anyways. 
Yeah, we should ask Bob about this. But Give him a written out. No, don't, no, don't, yeah, don't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, listen, everybody, I uh, really appreciate you listening to this mm-hmm. podcast. Coming up on the Tuesday edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck podcast, it is a 12 questions version of the podcast with Eric Jones, who had a good run going for a little bit yeah. tonight until things went south for mm-hmm. him. Had a bad pit stop. He was running second behind Kyle Busch. Yes, he was. He had a very impressive start. He had and a good then, qualifying. and Yeah, Casey Kane knocked the pit gun out of his guy's hand, so that was yeah. that. And then he had a penalty. Yeah. Anyway, but he's the 12 questions anyway. Then um, on Thursday, it's a How I Got Here version of the podcast with Kara Adams, who is the chief engineer for Firestone Tires. Oh, wow. That they use in IndyCar. So, Excellent. Um, a young woman who is heading up the whole operation pretty impressive mm-hmm. super smart talked to her at indy so that was fun oh wow so i'm i would say like well you're talking to me now so i'm just glad you actually got to talk to somebody who's smart so that's oh good. yeah 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 that was definitely a difference in these two podcasts yeah oh, yeah. oh big time big mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. yeah um and then i will be at pocono raceway so oh, cool. i will find a media member there mm-hmm. yeah. excellent so Anyway, uh, appreciate you doing this. Oh, no problem at all, man. Appreciate everybody listening, and we'll talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.